0: Welcome, dear friends, to the Taviren, a Wheel of Time podcast hosted by three gentlemen for whom the very wheel itself bends around. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Bill, Rob, and Rich.
1: And welcome back to the Taviren, a Wheel of Time podcast. My name is Rob. And I'm Rich. And Bill is... Oh no. Guys, we are sorry we tried to get all three of us together. Last week, Bill told us sorry. He forgot he had a job. Believe it or not, this week he says sorry. I forgot I had a wife and child. Yeah. Uh,
2: He says he forgot.
1: And the ironic part is, you know what the ironic part is, Rich. What's that? We are recording on Memorial Day. The two Americans are working and the Englishman has taken a holiday. I know. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) So how you been?
2: Good. Good, you know survived a tornado
1: oh my gosh every everyone okay i hope
2: oh yeah everything, everything's good yeah it, okay it, it's weird uh doesn't happen here where i'm at where i'm from but you know it it's okay everything's all right Uh didn't have internet for a couple of days that's why you know we've had some problems um you know setting up time to, to record but everything's good now mm. I, think, well, I think i'm glad we're back everybody's
1: normal. i'm glad everybody's safe and sound oh yeah so once again this is a wheel of time podcast uh, Rich and I will try to reduce the amount of times we talk about Game of Thrones at MCU but no promises
2: no I started so, watching it so
1: oh Game of Thrones I have I'm okay. on season 2 oh don't get me started I, I don't want to get in trouble again so we'll alright <laughs> okay. stay on point. <laughs> okay sorry um, so one thing we do have we do have one new iTunes review what yeah we do um, it's from pay no attention to the name it's from N Lennon <laughs> It's called it's called Awesome. It says good podcast. Keep up the good work. So thanks a lot, N Lennon Which also happens to be my son, but we're not gonna say that. I'll I was like, wait a minute,
2: out. that sounds familiar to me.
1: <laughs> I'll edit that out. That's okay. <laughs> so we are up to chapter five, Winter Night. And as we mentioned before, this is the chapter where the shit gets real.
2: Yes, it does.
1: All right. Yeah. So, Rich, why don't you I'm, – I'm being good. That's two now. Two Riches. I stopped, but I I got you in. I mean, know. Like, I know. I'm, I'm trying. Why don't I'm you, so proud uh, of you. Thank you. Thank you. So why don't you get us going here? Chapter 5, wh- wh- what do you think?
2: All right. So Chapter 5, guys, is – I forget. What's the title? Winter Night. Yeah, Winter Night. Winter Night. Night all right so we last see all the characters kind of retiring for the night everybody's going uh back to their homes uh we've seen all the the gleeman we've seen um the i guess moraine and the warder uh the boys are all you know communicating they've talked about this this mysterious dark rider uh now they've gone home so you know rand and tam this is kind of just them talking and um You know, going back home from the two rivers, and and they're out in a small farm on the outsides of town. If you look clearly at some of the – if you read some of the books and you kind of get a lay of the land, um, they had the center of the town, which is where everybody and um, the marketplace is in, everything, the shops are all located there. But a lot of the farm are on the outskirts of, of this area and the surrounding towns. So they're not all centralized, if, if I'm reading that correctly. Yeah, and I had a
1: notation. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're good. Go for it. i was it. just gonna say I had an notation here that you know, farmlands in the two rivers stay within the family for generations and generations. Families pass down to families for families. Things don't change much in the two rivers.
2: Nope. Nope. So, um, what I want to say, because um, I don't want to get too far in here.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, you know they Tam is you know cooking dinner, retrieves a sword, uh, he gets sword from under his bed for some reason, not really sure oh, yeah. why he does that, <laughs> um, but you know it makes Rand kind of question a few things and puts him on a little on edge so um,
1: the sword is a is a heron branded sword yep, which we don't know how important that is. Rand notices the heron, but doesn't notice how. Important the Heron branding is. And he goes and, on to hear, oh, I'm sorry, he just goes on to hear Tim's story about the sword. I and mean, he I don't know, some marketplace, I paid two coppers for it. I don't know, Rich. It seems fishy to me.
2: I mean, two coppers, I think, is not very much.
1: Nah, no, not for a sword. No, I mean, that's, no. That's a big deal. Two coppers would have been a steal.
2: Yeah. Assuming well, he's telling then, the truth yeah and then we don't find out later what the importance of that sword is so it's why it's a while for us to figure out like why that sword holds any 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 you know promise of anything so exactly we're not gonna spend too much time on the sword it's just a sword um it's a good design sword and and something that you wouldn't find in a marketplace normally Mm -hmm. um so what what happens next
1: well my next note literally literally says jordan brings the action to the reader without no warning We get our first glimpse of Trollocs.
2: Yes, Trollocs. So, ladies and gentlemen, the Trollocs are basically beastmen. They're not human. They're very grotesque kind of animal-looking
1: monsters. Any any animal. They could be bullish in appearance. They could be sort, sort of birdish in appearance. They could be feathers. They could be fur. It's almost like it's just the leftover remnants of whoever made these just kind of plastered them all together and said, all right, those serve evil, you know. Yeah.
2: Now, again, we talked about this. Um, Trollocs was a rumor. The, these things were all rumors up in the north, um, way up north past the wall, um, which intent kind of has a feel of, uh, you know, Game of Thrones. Some other, anyways. show we're not, we're not, yeah. Uh, um, but anyways, so it, it's it's very surprising to see Trollocs this far down, um, especially in Emmons uh, in Fields and the Two Rivers, because. If if you remember correctly, everyone that area there's a huge space between the two of them. I'm talking uh-huh. hundreds of miles. Um,
1: so the thought so, was, well, how do they get so far south? Yeah, without anyone no from anyone.
2: It. Yeah, so that is something that's that puts a weird thought in a lot of people's minds. But let's kind of go into what's happening at that place. So Rand actually, you know, sees Tam fighting them off. So yep. it's kind of weird to see his father fighting off some Trollocs and killing a couple of them, yeah. But also seeing his father get wounded and everything. And, and
1: you know, he, Tam hollers out the order, out the door, boy, out, get out, get out. I got yep. this. Go, you know. And against Rand's better judgment, because his impulse is to stay and fight with his father. Yeah. He makes but I would kill both. Yes. Yeah. But you know, in that moment, you're not thinking that. You're just thinking, my father. I need to be there for him. But he's hollering, "You got to get!" So, luckily, he had his head, he had his wits about him, and he listened to, it and he got out the window. Yeah. So he felt shame, but you know, it was the right move. So. See,
2: that's this is back in the day when children listened to their parents, oh, and didn't backtalk. Don't get and just started. go. You know what? I'm going to do this. You can't tell me what to do, <laughs> and then you get stabbed in the face by a trolley. Uh, so it um, would have
1: been a very uh, short book series.
2: Yeah, it would been very, very short. Sure. <laughs> Anyways, so um, after so, uh, seeing seeing his father get hurt, and he you know finds a way to get him out, um, they go into the woods. They're kind of hiding from the childlings that are chasing around well, um, the farm.
1: I had a couple quick notes. You know, so Rand makes it out. He's he's he starts to. I guess he also wants to check the their their sheep pit, their sheep um, area, and the and the barn. So. One note I have on here is he, he gets to the barn and he sees Bella is missing. And I know that this is Bill's, one of Bill's favorite characters in the whole series is Bella. So this is part of his, uh, what do you call, Bella watch. So we yeah. have Bella missing and now, now we don't know if she made it out alive or if, if she you know, became Trolloc fodder. We don't know. So I know that when Bill was reading this passage, he was probably worried for Bella most of all.
2: Yeah. I forgot about that. Um, Yeah, because Bill would have been very... uh, Yeah, he'd have been very upset upset. with that. Yeah. (laughs) So, the the idea on the Trollocs, everyone. So, um, Trollocs are... Like I said, they're the beastmen, whatever animal there is. But they're not really subtle in what they do. They just destroy and eat everything.
1: It's just destruction, mayhem, carnage. Just left in their wake. There's no... There's no rhyme or reason. It's just whatever's in front of them is just demolished.
2: Yep. So I don't know. Bella to me seems to be
1: the cart was in. Sham- I think the cart was in shambles. He'll 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 make use of that later. The sheep were decimated, mm-hmm. but Bella was missing. There was no body, so Bella is con- is presumed missing at large. <laughs> so I guess at this point, I guess rant you know Tam Abe is able to make it out. Reunite with Rand. Rand says, Okay. I have to wait a while, let the Trollocs do their thing, and then I have to go back in to find some supplies, I have to find anything in the house. Yep. So Rand then goes back into the house, and I have here on my notes he encounters Narg. Narg Narg. <laughs> Narg the the smartest Trolloc.
2: Yes. That Narg is actually should, funny.
1: <laughs> Narg shows that Trollocs are not just mindless, but can actually use reason and logic. And as Narg says, he goes, people always come back. So Narg play dead.
2: Yeah. So. And then uh, I think, if I remember right, Rand tries to negotiate. Not really trying to negotiate, but kind of like tries to talk to him.
1: Um, well, well, so doesn't he, doesn't work. No, no. He, well, one thing that I forgot to mention is Rand goes back into the house. He does have Cam's sword with him. Yes. So Narg is saying... Put the sword down. We'll talk. We'll talk. You and I will talk. Put the sword. You don't need the sword. Put it down. We'll have a cup of coffee. We'll talk. We'll, we'll, we'll schmooze. You know, all that stuff. <laughs> and first off, Trolloc is a walking nightmare.
2: Yeah, it's they didn't, pretty they, they big. Didn't,
1: they didn't exist 10 minutes ago. You know, however long ago. Now he's not only standing in front of one, having a conversation with them. And to add fuel to the fire, Narg mentions our first Merdral. He says, put the sword down. Merdral outside. He wants to have a talk with you. And then that, like, nightmares upon nightmares upon nightmares. Now. Yeah. Because the stories that he heard about Trollocs was one thing, but the stories that you heard about Merdral is a whole other realm of evil and, and just wrong. Them scary. Very scary. <laughs> so, I guess, Rand decides to play off of Narg and he says, Okay. He starts to slowly put the sword down. He says, okay, I'll, I'll talk, and Nard takes that opportunity to pounce on him. But luckily, Rang brings the sword back up just in time to impale Nard. So our smartest troll, like, only lasts a few pages of, of a cat's cell.
2: Yeah, he gets the sword ram through his chest he by accident,
1: a, by accident and sheer coincidence of luck that he timed it just right. But Rand gets his first kill. Yeah. So. I count it uh, yeah that's his first kill. I mean by we'll get to certain parts of this book where we can't keep track <laughs> how many deaths yep. Rand causes, but this was his official first, uh but is able to go through the house it's just almost completely just decimated, if not by just damage by the overall stench and decay that just trollics bring with them, but he was able to find a few some blankets and a few other basic necessities, and he was able to um go back to the uh, barn and he, I guess he puts a makeshift uh, I guess what you call it something that he'll be able to move Tam around in
2: yeah like a cart no not a cart, cart a um,
1: hammock them. yeah something like that something like that yeah Bran was able to cobble together a litter that's the word a litter to help Tam get back to Emmonsfield. field Rain commented that the sword that the sword was able to hack through wood that, that was it he used Tam's sword to hack at the cart to make the litter, and Rand thought was uh, basically ruining the sword now, but it seems that the sword was still as sharp as before, even after hacking through the wood to make the litter. So to Rand, this means now this is this really is no ordinary sword. There's something special about this sword. You know, if no. you able to hack 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 through wood, and the the blade does not dull. So. To me, that me and to Rand, that's there's something about this sword that Tam wasn't being on the up and up about. But
2: yeah, it's a special sword, special it material.
1: It is. Uh, so and and that's where this chapter ends. We got our first bit of action. We got our first drop of Trollocs. Uh, Rand's first kill. The first mention of Murdral, uh, And we leave the chapter. Rand is back to Tam. Uh, Tam is his wound does not appear to be severe, but he's starting to. Waver in and out of consciousness at this point, which will lead us into the next chapter.
2: He's getting a little, a little feverish,
1: little Um, feverish. Yep. And as we'll see, uh, well, when we get to the preview, we'll talk about that. But what do you think about this chapter? uh, Rich?
2: I I liked it. I mean, it's got a lot of, uh, you know, fast paced uh, movement to it. Uh, You Mm -hmm. see, obviously the Trollocs, you kind of get introduced into some of the uh, misfortune that's going on. Um, the the Trollocs are not just legends. Murdrels are just not legends as well. Uh, the I guess the war in the north is finally coming to the south. Is what that
1: you? Yes, you would yeah. believe that. But then again, how could Trollocs make it so far south without any notification from any of the other kingdoms?
2: Yeah, and that does get explained later on um, in in the book and everything. But I mean, you're you're seeing that Emmonsfield and, and the Two Rivers is no longer just out of reach of what's going on it's right. all um it's coming to them there's something going on why would there be uh trollocs and murdral's and um i don't know did they mention that not an eyes Sedai is actually in in they did.
1: that's they did. that was a rumor okay so trollocs and murdral do not know that ma Rain is there okay Else so they yeah, might have come with they might have come with a larger force
2: so you've got you've got potential of the rumors of an eye Sedai eye there. Uh, you've had that mysterious black cloak. So a lot of weird things have happened last day, um, for uh, the boys in in Emmonsfield and, yeah. and Two Rivers. So it's like a lot of things are happening as as they would probably say as the wheel turns.
1: <laughs> the wheel weaves as the wheel wills. Yes. <laughs> there were there were two literary points in this chapter that I remember. For my first research. first, and I kind of mentioned it earlier, um, the reader gets real no um, knowledge that the action is going to happen. Jordan, like I said, Jordan brings the action without warning. It happens so quickly that we're just as surprised as Rand is that there's Trollocs in my house. How that happens, yeah. And then, then secondly, when Rand goes back in, it's almost unceremoniously how Jordan describes Nard getting up from the pile of dead trollocs and unceremoniously all of a sudden without warning again, Brand is now face to face with a trolloc. You know, that would be a that in the grand scheme of things, that would be a major, major literary step to go through. But I love the way Jordan makes it kinda unceremonious. Oh, uh, and the slowly slowly he you know, stands up and all of a sudden now you're face to face with a Yeah, I love the I love the way he kind of counteracts the severity of the situation with how unceremoniously he creates. that's in my, in my case, that's kind of the literary things I I like to see kind of playing around with the reader's emotions like that. Mm -hmm.
2: He does a good job doing that, introducing that, that character Mm -hmm. Um, only for a brief moment of that character being alive, (laughs) but I mean, does a good job.
1: That, that takes us into our our readings with Rob uh, section, which I did take Rand's encounter with NARG, the smartest Trollic. So, Ah, (laughs) and I'd like to think that for this chapter, I, there is some actual Trolloc language in this passage, and I, I, I joke that I say, I took two years of Trolloc at the local college in preparation for this reading, so <laughs> hopefully my Trolloc comes off as authentic. Yes. So,
0: here we go, uh, readings with Rob. And now, the Taveren present to you, readings with Rob. He ran in through the front door and stopped, gagging at the stench. A stable that had not been mucked out for months was the only thing that he could think of that might come close to matching it. Vile spears defiled the walls. Trying to breathe through his mouth, he hurriedly began poking through the mess on the floor. There had been a water-bag in one of the cupboards. A scraping sound behind him sent a chill to his morrow, and he spun. Almost falling over the remains of the table, he caught himself and moaned behind teeth that would have chattered had he not had them clenched until his jaw ached. One of the Trollocs was getting to its feet. A wolf's muzzle jutted out below sunken eyes. Flat, emotionless eyes, and all too human. Hairy, pointed ears, twitched incessantly. It stepped over one of its dead companions on sharp goat hooves. The same black mail the others wore rasp against leather trousers, and one of the huge, scythe-curved swords swung at its side. It muttered something, guttural and sharp, then said, Others go away. Narak stay. Narak smart. The words were distorted and hard to understand, coming of a mouth never meant for human speech. Its tone was meant to be soothing, he thought, but he could not take his eyes off the stained teeth, long and sharp, that flashed every time the creature spoke. "'Nark, no, some come back sometimes. "'Nark, wait. "'You need no sword. "'Put sword down.' "'Until the Trolloc spoke, "'Rand had not realized that he had held Tam's sword "'waving before him in both hands, "'its point aimed at the huge creature. "'It towered head and shoulders above him, "'with a chest and arms to dwarf Master Luhan. "'Nark, no, hurt. "'It took a step closer, gesturing, you put sword down. The dark hair in the back of his hands was thick like fur. Stay back, Rad said, wishing his voice were steadier. Why, why did you do this? Why? The snarl quickly became a toothy smile. Put sword down. Nargnal no hurt. Murderer won't talk you. A flash of emotion crossed the distorted face. Fear. Others come back. You talk murder. It took another step, one big hand coming to rest on its own sword hilt. You put Sir down Rand wet his lips. Murder The worst of the stories were walking tonight. If a fate was coming, it made Trolloc's. Pale by comparison. He had to get away. But if the Trolloc drew that massive blade, he would not have a chance. He forced his lips into a shaky smile. All right. Grip, tightening on the sword, he let both hands drop to his sides. "Uh, I'll talk. The wolf smile became a snarl, and the Trolloc lunged for him. Rand had not thought anything that big could move so fast. Desperately, he brought his sword up. The monstrous body crashed into him, slapping him against the wall. Breath left his lungs in one gasp. He fought for air as they fell to the floor together, the trolloc on top. Frantically, he struggled beneath the crushing weight, trying to avoid thick hands groping for him and snapping jaws. Abruptly, the trolloc spasmed and was still. Battered and bruised, half-suffocated by the bulk on top of him. For a moment, Rand could only lie there in disbelief. Quickly he came to his senses, though enough to writhe out from under the body at least. And body it was. The bloody blade of Tan's sword stood out from the center of the Trolloc's back. He had gotten it up in time after all. Blood covered Rand's hands, and a blackish smear across the front of his shirt. His stomach churned, and he swallowed hard to keep from being sick. He shook as hard as he had in the worst of his fear but this time in relief at still being alive. That was Readings with Rob. If there's a passage in an upcoming chapter you wish to have read on the podcast, simply tweet us at Tavirenpod with your request. And that was Readings with
1: Rob. Uh, like I said, I hope uh, Narg down at the Daily Trologer appreciates my attempt to, to give uh, voice to his character. So,
2: I'm sure, he, hope- I'm sure he's totally fine with it.
1: I no. hope so too. So uh once again if you for the best and latest in daily Wheel of Time Wheel of Time news, check out the daily dot com. The Daily
2: troller. That's probably a website, but it may be like a dirty website.
1: No, that's just, that's the name of his website. He, oh wait.
2: <laughs> I'm dumb. Sorry, but it sounds like it'd be a dirty one. Sorry. No, no, Who runs no. that website again?
1: That's Norg. Norg runs his, that. Oh Yeah, that's just... That's what, that's, he's actually a good source for up-to-date, um, news on the TV series. Uh, not just actors, actress castings, but, um, administrative staff on, on the Amazon may have hired. So, that's, it's a great site. Just, just and only laugh. dirty because he's a troll. He tries, he tries to keep clean, but he's a troll. What are you going to do?
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's true. All the dirtiness. That just made me laugh. <laughs> <was like>, that's <laughs> a real website all of a sudden? No, it's not. Um, anyways, um. All right. Well, you know, if we had Bill here, this would be so much fun—just to poke fun at things like that. Oh
1: my God, Bill, we need you, buddy. You can't go three in a row without you.
2: I mean, eventually, it's going to turn into just a our podcast.
1: Oh uh, Hey, I, I might have to just edit him out altogether.
2: <laughs> no, we can't do that. Um, yeah. <laughs> he's the reason that brought us together. We got to keep him there.
1: He's the glue. Yeah, He's the sticky I guess. glue amongst the amongst the all the uh, pieces that we need. Yep so rich next next week we have the Westwood chapter, and as I have a notation here, uh, a chapter for those who are reading the series over again uh obviously you your first bulb, well, your first reading, you know Tam had his fever dreams, and uh-huh. he says a lot of things, and you may or may not know what those things mean, but to someone who's I read do. the whole series oh okay, to someone who's read the series and comes back he was like oh I see what George was doing here I like the way he did this so hopefully and I said last week I'm going to say it again this week I'm putting my foot down all three of us are going to complete the circle and be on this podcast okay if I got to get on I'm a plane and head that. over the pond and sit down in front of and sit down in front of Bill and, and say put the mic in his face and say talk I'm doing it What's I was happening <laughs> Maybe whack them around with him but for, for general stupidity, but <laughs> guys, we're going to complete the circle next week, I promise you. Yes. So, as always, if you want to continue the conversation, you can tweet us out at, at Tavir rate and review the podcast, give us some love. We appreciate all, all the love we receive. received, but always willing to accept more criticism in any form.
2: Yeah. And even if you guys want to like give us ideas on different topics and, and segments of the show, I mean right now the show is still in the very basic baby stage of what we're doing. Um but yes. You know, things can change. I mean, the other shows that me and Bill have done um, have changed over the time. It just takes, you know, active listeners and and you guys giving us feedback. So we, we appreciate that.
1: Yep, exactly. And you know, if there's any counters that you wanted to add, I know we're kind of wrapped we're racking up the counters, but if there's anything that you wanted us to keep track of, feel free to reach out with your request and we'll see what we can do to fit you in. Yes. All right, guys. And where can, where can they
2: reach you, Rob? Where, where can they reach you personally?
1: Well, uh, they can reach me through my website, um, Digging Deep Sports. I, I have a separate website that's dedicated. Nothing with real Time, but it's more of a, a game-related, sports game-related website. Uh, that's D-I-G-G-I-N, diggingdeepsports.com. All Um, right. I know they can reach you at Hailblue one five six nine. Yeah. And the other guy at Matunica.
2: I can't even spell that. I'm sorry. (laughs) You can find it on. You can find it the podcast. You listen to our other podcast, but it's um you'll you'll find it. Yep. It's easy to get. We tag him on everything. (laughs) Phrasing. Yes.
1: (laughs) Okay. Okay. I think that's about it for me. I'm going to leave it right there alright guys we'll All see right you next guys.
2: time in the next chapter of the
1: Westwood we will see you at the Wine Spring Inn take care guys
0: thank you for listening if you want to continue the conversation tap into the One Power and contact us on Twitter at TavernPod. you can also contact Bill at Matunica and Rich at Blue 1569 you can also reach Rob at his website, digging, D-I-G-G-I-N, diggingdeepsports.com. And, as always, we will see you at the Wine Spring Inn. Here's to another great podcast, gentlemen. Cheers! Ah, oh, damn it, Bill! Not again! Brad, can you get another round of pints for me and the boys? Yes. Yes, again. No, Bill, this time. Thank you, Brad. Much, much appreciated. Now, where were we, men? Actually, I believe it's Rich's turn at the stone's table. Hm? What's that you say? No, no, I don't think Old Set will have that Rich.
2: I'm Evan, and I sure enjoy me some podcasts. Wow, this podcast sure is enjoyable. But sometimes, life has a little bit more pegged on for you than what you thought. Oh man, is that a missile? Uh, I'm okay? Thoughtscast.